Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. Previously on the InFocus Show. So I grew up in a, a Fijian family, right? I grew up in a very, I might say a little bit different um, for our time. I'm, I'm now obviously in my early 30s, but at the time growing up in a Fijian family where my parents did not speak Fijian at home. An interesting path that you've taken um, and you've spoken about several of the challenges that, that you've had. Um, what are your achievements though? What are some of the biggest achievements that you've had along your career that you look back on fondly and go, yep, that was it? Look, I'll I'll be honest. When I when I thought about this question, you know, you get flashbacks of all these different major events that you've been able to be a part of and you got to witness and the amount of times, you know, the Bledisloe Cups, the England tours, the the amount of grand finals that I've managed to be a part of and attend that I can't even count how many set of origins I've been a part of and been able to attend. But my biggest achievement, and this is probably going to be a surprise to some people. And really, it's, it's yeah, it's not so much been like you, you can go through all the accolades, but like I said, go ahead and read my LinkedIn profile, ask me for my CV and I'll give you everything you want. But my biggest personal achievement when it comes to my career is upskilling. I am so proud to one of my major strengths I can always count on is the fact that I love to upskill the people that I manage, the people that I, that work for me. Um, And that's the only way really you're going to be able to get a lot of young people and not even, they don't even have to be that young, but somebody that's come through and and come through your organization for the first time or the second or the third time, but they haven't been able to see the next step. And it's always been to upskill. And part of why that's such a big deal for me is because I found that I had to fight tooth and nail to make my voice heard that I had to go and say, here, look at all of my achievements and what I've done. Now give me that promotion. Now I really want this. It's going to be great for the organization and me, but this is, I had to consistently and continuously prove myself as I started up. Like I said, nobody likes to get up at five in the morning and be there for the color run or this and that and volunteer for all of these big events. But that's what I did. But when I got my foot in the door, I found myself having to prove my worth that I was deserving of that pay rise. I was deserving of a new role. And instead, my biggest personal achievement is knowing and and identifying where there are strengths and weaknesses within my team and being Mm -hmm. able to then take them in and then start to guide them into what I think would work best. Obviously, working with them and what their passions are, but being able to provide an opportunity and a platform for them to step into another role. That's going to Absolutely. And because of that, I can say I've, I've managed teams of people who one guy is sitting up in the state manager at Red Bull. I've got mm-hmm. three that are at the at uh, Rabbitohs right now. So mm. they've come through. They've come through the Seagulls. So there's just so much more than just what you do for yourself. And yeah. and that's obviously completely because I've had to 
fight and put on my warrior princess outfit every time I had to go to work to prove my point but it's been upskilling it's been my biggest achievement well all praise to you Deidre because I mean not a lot of people I mean like sports ordinarily is a competitive industry Hmm. but I mean like you've obviously understood the value in mentoring others you know, through your own experience of like helping to, you know, craft those particular avenues, um, you know, that assist them. And like the fact that you've recognised that, um, you know, is fantastic because often some people are so driven on their career and they're number one and, you know, planting their flag and moving forward that it's like, yeah, see you later, suckers, leave them all behind, you know, sort yourself out. I'm just going to go myself. I mean, it's, it's kind of like sport. I guess, in a team, you know, no one wants a hero, (laughs) you know, it's not always about you running to score a try, but you, you actually understand that, um, that whole big picture mentality with bringing everyone with you because then you succeed, you succeed when they succeed, you know, I mean, like, absolutely. It's all about one team, one dream, right? But if someone's going to reach out and say they really want to reach out to this particular organization because they're interested in a sponsorship, hey, I've already got the in and I need to manage that guy. So there's your introduction. Like I said, it's not always what you know, it's who you know. But and, and this is where I feel like everyone who's coming into the organization, make sure you recognize who it is that you are working with or working for and who yeah. else, maybe someone from another department, maybe they don't even work directly above you, but someone that you know can see you and understand kind of what you do and what you want yeah. to do and really yeah. attach yourself and, and, and ask them to mentor you and help groom you. Yeah, and I, and I think one of the things that um, you probably do too is as you're working with these people is you actually ask them questions about where they want to be in their future and how and then you start to sort of work out how you can assist them in getting that particular outcome. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I like that. No, honestly, Deidre, there should be more people like you in the industry. <laughs> oh, there are. They're just, they're just not as loud as I am maybe. <laughs> <laughs> And and like so, where where are you now in your life? You're um, with mm. cricket, okay. I am. And how different is cricket to the the the, the other shaped ball? <laughs> All right, so I'm going to be again. I'm going to be very honest. So mm-hmm. no apologies to anyone who doesn't like what I have to say. But um, here at WA Cricket, it's actually been very interesting. I can say from a professionalism point of view, when it comes to what happens off the pitch, it's such a different, different grade of fish. Um, There's definitely a lot more administrative support behind the scenes as opposed to a lot of NRL clubs. So I wish that a lot of the clubs that I know and that I've worked with had the same support that we have here, that you're not doing, you know, a hundred different things at once. And we have a CEO who, like myself, has a real foul mouth um, and she's a woman. She's a, she's a very tough cookie who, who was test player number 100 for Australia and was the oh, wow. keeper. She passed a lot of big-name men. Um, but uh, like you, I've had the, the privilege of being on a panel with her and um, the first thing she said to me was, it's your turn to do what I've already started. So um, I have to say that uh, being here in WA is definitely a lot better for the stress compared to Sydney. Mm -hmm. You're not spending, you know, $100 a day on tolls 
and <laughs> wow yeah it is a completely different yeah oh, very different kettle of fish um when I got here they didn't have the same quarantine rules that we had in Sydney um I know at Manly we had four different pairs of shoes around the grounds because you couldn't catch COVID so you had one pair of shoes to the office you change when you get inside you have a different one to the gym you have a different one <laughs> to the meeting rooms oh, um and you got here and it was like freedom Every day was yeah. Friday. So um, it's it's definitely different. I think from a sporting point of view, the term high performance stretches across all sports. Um, yeah. They're still high-performing athletes. They still are expected to, to train a certain amount of times. They're still expected to do a certain amount of hours and they're still expected to do a lot of things for their members and partners. Um, but support wise when it comes to what happens off of the pitch off of the field is yeah. a lot more supportive here yeah that's great it, and, and like it's nice that you have that as well that you've mm. sort of come through you know like you said before you know you're in these smaller clubs where you're doing like several roles mm. um and and now you're in an organization where you're doing one role and you're focused on that role and you've got adequate support behind you. I guess it means you can really thrive um, and do a great job with where you are tasked and focused. Oh, oh absolutely. It must be nice. It is. You also alluded to the fact that WA is um, the pace is a little bit different. Life is a little bit different. Um, how much of a life change, um, like lifestyle change was that for you and your husband? It has been the biggest 180 degree turn for me. I still, still very much a Sydney girl, still very much a New South Welshman. Like I no longer have to yell and scream and swear in traffic anymore. And <laughs> here in WA, if it takes you a half an hour to get to work, we go, oh my goodness, what happened? Was there an accident? Was there a huge traffic jam? If something yes. takes longer than 15, 20 minutes to get to, there must have been a huge collision on the road for that to happen. Right. Um, whereas compared to Sydney, most people would commute an hour and a half each way, and that's stock standard. Whereas Oh, at- yes. Yeah, out here, yeah, it's just not. Um, but it's it's different. It's AFL is huge. AFL and cricket is massive in WA, um, Mm. as compared to out in the eastern states. So rugby league isn't as prevalent here. Um, yes, but there are a lot, a lot of New South Welshmen, Queenslanders, Victorians who live out here who support rugby league. So yeah. Um, I hear ticket sales at the state of origin coming up has gone really, really well. Oh, that's excellent. So. <laughs> it's good that you can get that um, that turnout as well um, oh, over in the West. I, it's probably almost sold out, if anything. I know that some of their corporate hospitality stuff is, is sold out. I've been lucky enough to, to get us a suite um, through a friend of a friend, again, not who you, not what you know, is who hmm. you know. <laughs> Fancy, fancy sweets to watch the football, Man's hey? Sweets, yeah. Um, I didn't have to pay for, which I was very happy and lucky about. <laughs> but Yeah, I'll have to uh, hit you up when I'm over in WA then. <laughs> Remember um, me, your Samoan sis from Sydney here? <laughs> get to know your sponsors, everyone. If you're working in sport, get to know your sponsors. Oh, um, funny. But definitely a very different pace. It's it's very family oriented. It's a very beach vibe. We love it. It reminds me of Narrabeen 
Um, yeah, right. Uh, Northern so, beaches here in Sydney. That's right. So it gives me the same feel of, you know, we'd leave the office at lunchtime to go down and pick up bun me narrowing shops and you've got the beach right there it gives you the same the same look and feel but yeah weather all year round so there's fewer people mm-hmm. sounds like you've slowed down there's less stress I take it you'll be planting your feet firmly in WA for a while then Deidre definitely I I have to say I haven't slowed down um my mm-hmm. boss tells me to calm down She's like, no, 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 that's yeah. not your job. It, it, and I think that's just trying to out, train me out of understanding that, you know, you don't have to do everything. Um, yes. So I've, I've brought the same work ethic and drive with me. Uh, I don't think yes. that will ever leave me. But um, uh, it's definitely a lot nicer to know that I'm only 15 minutes away from work and I can go home. Yeah. Or I get to bring my dog in on Fridays. So I have a, a very fat black Labrador who's just running around on the pitch at the minute with um, a few other dogs. How lucky are you? So I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky, but it's definitely a, a very big change of pace. Yeah. Nice. Oh, that's, it sounds like you're in a great place. Yeah. Absolutely. It's pretty good. So, I mean, we're, we're sort of coming towards the end, but mm. one of the questions I wanted to ask you is as well, I mean, You've obviously achieved a lot. You're very driven. You're quite determined. Um, judging from even your responses, you have high energy. I know even before we had this interview, you know, evidence from your conscientiousness in which you'd already printed out everything, you'd highlighted. I mean, you are organised and I feel like you're at that, you know, you're sort of, you're, you're not at the at the middle of your career. I think you're still sort of on this rising um, trajectory. So uh, which leads me to ask with all of that in the lead up, I sort of see that you're going to be somewhere great and somewhere, you know, quite well known in your future. So, you know, over the next five to 10 years, what are your life goals? I mean, are there many more to be achieved? What are your aspirations? Oh, uh- I, I have so many. I I really struggle to, to pinpoint where I want to be because I want to be everywhere at the same time. I want to be, you know, I want to manifest that I am the universe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, if I can put it down into a nutshell, I would hope, and if it's not me, I'd hope that somebody else that looks like me, um, mm. I'd like to be able to have representation in in an organization, an internationally known organization at the top tier, whether that is me the CEO of the organization or I'm on the board or I'm the chairman or I'm the person whose face you see on the news when something happens and they need to announce it. But that's where I see myself. I want to be able to be a beacon of some sort to say that, you know, I've done it and I've managed to push through some of the forestation to get to this point. So follow that same path and come up. Um, yeah, wow. I'd, I'd like to be able to bring so much more color and so much more woman, just more woman and yeah. into, into this space. Yeah. I mean, I, I think a lot of time they talk about diversity and trying to achieve Absolutely. those particular, uh, you know, statistics and balance um, in any organization, which I think is great. Um, but I mean, look, I don't know about you, but for some time I've been looking and it's like they've been talking about it a lot. 
it's still taking a while to get there. And I and I think we're beyond the point of talking about it now. I mean, it's, it's time for some action to come through. Oh, absolutely. I, I have to say that I've, we've, like I said, we've got this incredible female CEO who knows and understands adversity, but not so much the adversity that comes with diversity, the adversity yeah, that comes right. with, you know, maybe your skin color being a few shades too deep or your hair being a little bit too kinky curly for what they expect. Yet somehow I found myself in, in roles where, like I said, you had to push and shove and fight and prove that you're, you're meant to be there and that I hope that the next batch that comes through don't have to work so hard to prove it. But like I said, we're over here and I've, I've made a point every time they've asked me to be part of a panel or interview, we, I interviewed Kim Hughes not long ago, who was an Australian wow. captain, um, and Ashton Turner, who's a current uh, Perth School just captain and Australian representative. And I got to be in that room and sit there and both of them had said to me on the side, I'm glad it was you that's interviewing us. Um, yeah, nice. And, and it wasn't because... Uh, obviously made them feel comfortable and we got to drop a few f-bombs and a few truth bombs and have this conversation (laughs) in front of 500 people um about cricket and it wasn't just because it's aesthetically pleasing to see someone with a different skin color and a woman asking all these cricket questions that people go whoa she knows cricket yes yes yeah it was the fact that it was more than just another man and They've both obviously made a decision that they didn't want to be on a panel if there wasn't a woman in representing. Oh, that's high praise, though. I mean, and it's Absolutely. great for you, great for them. Absolutely. Um, but I think it, anything you can say to any advice I can give to someone who wants to work their way up, you don't have to be on the screen, but you do have to be resilient. You do have to be tough. Um, yeah. But align yourselves with people who are going to see your worth. Yeah, that's great advice. That is great advice. Mm. Wow, goodness me, Deidre, you've got, you've given a lot of the listeners here much food for thought. I'm giving you Uh, some gems, people. This is some (laughs) jewellery, some gems. (laughs) Wear it with pride. Um, Right, so, I mean, like, look, I mean, you've probably already answered this particular question based on, like, your recent responses because I was going to ask you, well, what do you hope to see accomplished, you know, in the sport uh, or in sport over the next few years? I mean, you said you obviously want to see greater diversity, people that look like you up on screen or, you know, within the C-suite or at the executive level. Was there anything else, like, in terms of, like, what sort of accomplishments for yourself? Look, I would like diversity so big on on me right now and mm-hmm. it may be my influences that I've received out here um, at WA Cricket, but um, I want to see diversity reach beyond just your Pacifica. I'd love to see a lot of Indigenous people coming through. And it's funny when you Indigenous people in New South Wales look very different to some of the Indigenous people out here in WA because a lot yeah. of people in WA come from the more remote communities and come down so they have a lot darker skin. And they speak a lot of the native language, and I'd love to see more of that. I am striving to be better about making sure that we speak about um, First Nations people in a yes. lot. In, and we need to understand their background, we need to understand their language, and we need to respect it. So um, part of what um, a little thing I've, I've made for myself this year was to ensure that I was doing a lot more to yeah. to show respect to first nations people yeah 
no, thank you. And and I think a lot of people, um, you know, have come to understand just how important that is. And I feel as if for a long time um, there's been lip service paid to it, mm. uh, but I think a lot more people are making it their own personal, um, you know, objective to be better and, you know, mm sensitive to um those things mm. yeah because i mean it's it's about respect like you say absolutely so we've um data reached the uh, end of our serious interview <laughs> um, um as part of this uh, particular in focus show session so we are asking each of our um guests who come on you know 10 questions it's the mojo 10 questionnaire which gives us a little bit more insight about you um, hopefully cover off some of the things that um, perhaps we didn't already cover um, earlier in the section um, of this uh, show. But it's 10 questions. Um, are you ready to take the Mojo 10 for our listeners to get more about Hit you? Me. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Question number one, best drink? Rosé. Rosé all day. Any rosé. Rosé. <laughs> rosé. Any rosé. Um, would you like it... Cold room temperature or that frozen no, rose? No, I think they call it. No, no rose for me. That doesn't have enough of the rose in the rose. Um, big old IKEA wine glass, three ice cubes, rose. Okay, okay, rose. Mm. Great, good, good response. Number two, what's one thing that you own that you should really throw out? Half of my wardrobe. <laughs> For those who can't see me right now, I'm wearing a, a wonderful dress, but I've been told by our head of security I look like a tablecloth. Um, right. Okay. Dorothy, um, a tea towel, but half of my wardrobe really needs to go. Um, I think a lot of people following COVID the last two years are rethinking their wardrobe at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, okay, half your wardrobe. Okay. Okay. Um, number three, have you ever asked someone for their autograph and who? I can say this with full honesty down the barrel of the camera. Never, not once have I asked for anybody's autograph. Not I even have, a selfie. Not, e- not even a selfie. I've had, I've got some autograph jerseys at home, um, but they were given to me. I never had to, to ask. If it wasn't getting jerseys autographed to give away to somebody, I've mm-hmm. never asked for an autograph. Wow. Wow. Okay. Wow. I guess autograph, asking for an autograph is kind of like an old school thing and you're, you're from the new school, aren't you? <laughs> I just feel like if you're collecting those footy cards or if you're collecting yes. jerseys, yep, go for it. If you're going to save that hat that you got the players to sign, go for it. But yeah. never not once. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, good. Well, um, question number four, what's the one thing you can't live without? Oh, my poor husband. I'm going to say my dog. Oh. My dog. Um, uh, this is your Labrador that you mentioned yeah. earlier. Is he the one that's running around on the pitch right now? Yes, Odin George. You can follow him on Instagram, Odin George. <laughs> Little okay. OG. Very cool, very cool. And how old is he? He'll be three in a couple months. Okay. Okay, so I'm guessing then little OG always gets what he wants. You know what? I want to say no, but the vet said he's overweight. So I think that's a <laughs> yes, he does get whatever he wants. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, love out to uh, OG. 
Um, question number five, Deidre, what's your favourite action movie? I have two and they're Ooh. very plastic fantastic, but if the two of them made a baby, it would be the perfect movie. And I'm going to go Wonder Woman for obvious reasons and Black Panther. Good choices. Wonder Woman because it's Diana? Because it's a woman. <laughs> okay. And Black Panther. Oh, absolutely. Chad and Chad Win Boswick. Chadwick Boseman. Oh my goodness. I remember seeing a tweet in which um someone said, How can um a guy so black have the the whitest name out there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so funny. Um Sorry, I've just had a light um, suddenly turn off um, where I am. So question number six. Deidre, what is your favourite smell? My scent of choice is Tom Ford's fucking fabulous. So <laughs> that's my that's my favourite smell is fucking fabulous. Now, I know Tom Ford and anything that's 50 mils is expensive. Mm. Now, how much is this... Um, particular scent of choice of yours listen the last bottle i had was a gift so technically i didn't pay for it so my bank mm-hmm. account wasn't upset with me um it's close to four hundred dollars um mm-hmm. for a little bottle of that and i had a, a plum japonais which is also tom ford and fucking fabulous mm. gifted to me wow mm. oh, expensive smelling woman Oh, mm. but it's fucking fabulous. <laughs> all right, all right. Question number seven. What's the most used app on your phone? I will say it and I will accept the judgment, but I will explain the Macca's app. But the reason why the Macca's app is the most used app on my phone is because that's where I order my coffee from every morning on my drive into work. Right. It's not always for, you know, the Philadelphia fish meal extra six nuggets on the side that I don't order that no it's the well look if if you can enjoy it you can enjoy it all right question number eight you get one song to listen to for the rest of your life what is it at the moment I have to say it's called Darling uh by Adrian Zavuke Adrian Zavuke I believe I don't know if he's a Ugandan background, um, mm-hmm. but he's an Australian an Australian artist based out here in WA. Um, Adrian's surname, D-Z-V-U-K-E, Zavuke, I think. Wow. Um, and it's called Darling. Okay. Fun song. Well, have to listen out for it. I'm definitely going to um, add it to my... Uh to my um, Google Play or have a listen this afternoon. It's a great song if you're going for a walk or at the gym um, on the treadmill. So it's an anytime song, huh? It's a, yeah, very energized song. Yeah, cool. All right. Definitely have to check that out. Um, Question number nine. Yes. Deidre, what's the best advice you've ever received? This is the best advice and the most used advice I've, I've ever received. And that's honesty without compassion is brutality. And wow. I think we, we strive and obviously you can tell I am quite confident in, in who I am, what I say and when I say it. I wasn't mm-hmm. always this way. I was always quite timid. And then you obviously as you go into stages of life, I went into a just say it how it is stage. Um, yeah. 
but honesty without compassion is brutality is something that's a bit of a mantra for me wow. now. I'm glad to say I've got some people in my office who, who say it repeatedly out loud <laughs> sometimes. Uh, like I said, working in sport, you have to be super resilient um, yeah. and you're going to need to learn how to give it as well as take it. But when you just remember a little bit of compassion when you are being honest with someone will just save them a little bit of heartache. Yeah. That's actually really good advice. Mm. That's great advice. It's hard yeah. to and accept, who, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And who did you hear that from? Was it from someone or just in passing or? Therapy. Yeah, right. Therapy. But honesty wow. without compassion is brutality is probably the best thing. Um, I've heard it. And my husband being a plumber, uh, a tradie where, you know, they can be quite um, tough and harsh in their language and yeah. tone around, you know, job size, he's gone, yep, honesty without compassion is brutality. Yeah. Wow. No, preach. Good one. Okay. Uh, so question number 10, this is the last of our Mojo 10. Describe the rest of your life in five words. This one I, I answered quite quickly as well, and I went gracefully chaotic, passionately driven, and childlike. Yeah, right explain <laughs> I want to say gracefully chaotic because um that's that was the one that I was thinking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> um just like my work uh, at home I am uh, a bit of a neat freak and I am quite organized um mm-hmm. you won't see anything out of place in my pantry everything is nice and clear I'm one of those people on your videos that does your like your restock videos but that's my everyday life um the the home edits yes um, yeah <laughs> my clothes are color coordinated but light to dark um yes so I, I am organized and at work I I tend to be as well but again that's because you you either prepare or prepare to fail um yeah. so but there is a chaos in the way I do things sometimes where I'll do 10 things at once and I still get it done at the end of the day but my arms and legs are in every pot um yeah <laughs> and and I spread myself too thin and I still come back together but I'd say gracefully chaotic is is kind of a perfect example of me yeah it's kind of like a the way you describe it, it's kind of like an elegant octopus exactly an octop a ballerina octopus an octopus <laughs> that can do ballet yeah everywhere but like looking good doing yeah. it <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, I love that. And then, and then, obviously, passionately driven. Um, I uh, find my I am very passionate about what I do, and yeah, whether it, it shows at work or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I I am very supportive, but I can also be very defensive of my organization and the people that I work with. I will protect you at all costs. But I think you're loyal. I mean, like that says a lot about your loyalty. Um, and I want to say childlike is the fifth word because I don't ever want to stop learning. I want to keep on making mistakes. I want to keep on doing things and, and discovering things for the first time and figuring it out as I go and falling over and dropping my head. But I'm going to enjoy picking myself up and learning. I love that. That's great. Those five words. It's so good. Oh, wow. That's actually very meaningful and quite um, <laughs> emblematic of you. 
<laughs> I mean, like in the short time that we've been speaking, and like this is, I think today's the first time we have actually met each other, yeah. And like, I mean, everything you've described, the your five your five words for the rest of your life kind of sound like the five words that you are now if you know what I mean yeah but I mean it sounds like you just want to maintain it and I love that oh absolutely I think I've uh walked into the person that I am now maybe five or six years ago and I've managed to continue and grow in my confidence and continue to enjoy learning new things and taking on new challenges and fucking up and then (laughs) learning how to pick myself up and fix it so that I don't fuck it up the second time around. So yeah, that's always the fun part. I think a lot of people forget that making those mistakes and looking foolish is is part of the entire ride. There's yeah, the, the lessons you're going to learn. Absolutely. Right. So okay. there you go. All right. Well, I was going to say um, before we completely finish, and thank you by the way for completing the Mojo Ten. Thank you also for agreeing to be part of this um, interview today. Um, I've I've actually learned a lot. Deidre, you're quite admirable, really. Um, you're driven, you know, you're determined. I love the fact that you back yourself, um, you know, in everything you do. You have that sort of fortitude and strength to step up for what you believe in. You say what you believe. Um, also, the loyalty that you talk about, you, how you're so defensive <laughs> about, um, you know, coming in to, um, to defend um, anyone else. I love that. It just means that, honestly, you're the best person to have on on someone's team you're the best person to have in their corner <laughs> you oh, know you gas me up too much just wait until people start writing to us on twitter at, at mojo sports network feel free to hit us up um and then we'll see how we go oh but i mean like it's that positive energy that mm. um you know is sometimes missing from um from a workplace like i can imagine you'd be you know great to work with and i also really love the fact that you know you help sort of usher in upcoming talent you recognize you know who wants to be where in their career and you know you help them um and like and the fact that you noted that one of your big biggest achievements is upskilling mm-hmm. you know like upskilling um, people coming up through the ranks love that and and i think anyone listening would be also perhaps thinking you know what i don't do enough of that maybe i should start doing that you know I damn you deidre so. I hope so. Yeah. No, it's great because, I mean, again, it's that whole when they do well, you do well. Mm. I think we just need to remember you don't always have to have a mentor. It's great that you have a mentor, but if you don't have someone else that you're mentoring, then what's the point of learning new lessons if you're not going to pass that on to someone else? Yeah, absolutely. That's that's so true. That's so true. Well, before we sign off then, have you got anything you wanted to promote? Like where can people find you on social media if they did want to hit you up? Well, I am, uh, I've taken my maiden name, uh, my married name on social media. So Deirdre Leilua, yes, L-E-I-L-U-A for those rugby league fans who recognize that surname. Um, (laughs) Feel free to hit me up, send any questions you have um, to me on Twitter or at Mojo Sports Network, which will be great. Um, Happy to answer them, I'm sure, on the show. Uh, But at the moment, the only project I have is getting everyone involved in rugby league into a much deeper connection than just watching it on screen so everyone out there if you're listening go buy tickets to a match take your family out support your local club volunteer register your kids to play some sport 
get into it, participate and get involved. Absolutely. That's actually great advice. Thank you, Deidre. Thank you so much. Um, It has been true delight speaking to you today uh, i'm sure everyone who's listening uh, will probably come by, come off a little bit energized after hearing um, our session um look i'm looking forward to replaying this particular interview over and over again just to get that little bit of motivation even for myself um <laughs> but your final words yeah right you know we need to get more people involved and you know apart from just talking about and watching it on tv yes i will start buying more tickets to go along uh, to the game and taking my family as well um thank you Deidre so so grateful everyone can look forward to hearing more of you on the Mojo Sports Network's NRL show so I mean I heard you recently fun times (laughs) I can imagine there'll be great episodes ahead and we get to hear more about your insights and also your takes on the game um and also some interesting side stories and observations as well. That's right. You want to hear more about strip clubs? Listen into the NRL show. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a promotion there. So to everyone, thank you for um, tuning in today. Please subscribe, download, and don't forget to tell, uh, don't forget to hit us up on Instagram and on Twitter with any of your questions, suggestions guests that we can bring on the show or even if you had any feedback about this particular episode we'd love to hear it and share it especially with Deidre and the rest of the Mojo family until then please take care keep safe and thanks for tuning in to Sports Best Kept Secret You have been listening to Mojo Sports Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.